Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. It's Friday, you guys. It's freaking Friday. Congratulations. You made it. You got through Valentine's Day. You got through the hoopla, da dupla. It is over. We're done with another week. We can all go to bed for the weekend. I'm exhausted. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm a my main issue was I have been incredibly ill you know, like the last month and I keep because I you know I have a life that I fortunately can't go to bed and take like a, a break from apparently um I have just kept going and so it's like I can feel I'm easily exhausted but then when I push myself and push myself and push myself like I can feel it like you can hear it in my voice like it is I'm so tired. It's absolutely insane. Um, you know, you guys, I'm I'm very like there's no way to really express to you guys the level of surprise I get every week when I see our analytics numbers and just the community growing so much. And you guys like <laughs> downloading so downloading so many episodes like it is such a gift. And I'm so grateful that you guys enjoy what I like put out there for you and that this endeavor of this podcast is actually something that's gaining success and momentum in a way where it's like we all are enjoying it together it makes me so happy and I just I, my level of gratitude doesn't have like a boundary I'm so incredibly grateful you have no idea so thank you for being part of like this silly little this silly little group of gals and guys and everything else where we're just giggling our way through it um, I'm going to jump straight in. I have, look, okay, I, I'm going to do a disclaimer. Whenever I do this from here on out, I'm going to do a disclaimer. There is a lot of Taylor Swift news, and I'm sorry. I have a lot to say, and it's good stuff, okay? It's my opinion. So, like, I do have a lot of it, and that's just a disclaimer for everyone listening, okay? It is what it is. And I, I gave you the disclaimer, all right? Trigger warning. There you go. But I want to talk about J-Lo first. Jenny from the block. First of all, I've always been a J-Lo fan. I think she's a legend. I said in my Super Bowl episode at the start of this week how I think she had the most iconic Super Bowl performance halftime show ever. She's iconic. And say what you want about her and her relationship. I think she's iconic. And I actually, this is my prediction. I think we're going into a J-Lo era. J-Lo kind of, um, how can I put this? I am, the, first of all, my opinion on this is just my opinion, all right? Everyone's got one. I think J-Lo is iconic, all right? I grew up kind of on the tail end of like her early, early fame. And I was kind of the millennial. So like her in rom-coms was, was what I pictured as movies. And like if I thought of a rom-com, I thought of J-Lo or Kate Hudson, like, that's who I thought of. So that was kind of my first experiences with J-Lo were rom-coms. I kind of, because of my age, missed the Jenny from the block, her music career moment. But it always makes, like, it's always popular. So, like, obviously it came into my life and I knew about it and it was a, a whole thing. And I will say I think J-Lo over the last X amount of years has definitely focused on her film career and she's done very well for it she's done some she's done films that have performed really really well 
I think then she started a company, you know, she's JLo. I think it's called JLo Beauty, whatever it is. You know, she she really did focus on her other endeavors. And obviously she broke up with A-Rod and then got with uh, Ben Affleck and then got married to him. So like she went through a lot of changes. Obviously, those things did not all happen at once. OK, but like that was like kind of her life. And now I feel like she's in a place where she's so happy. She knows she she just thinks she, I, I you can tell when she speaks. She is so positive in what like the decision she's made for where she's at in her life right now that I think it's allowed for this new music to come out. And so she has new music coming out and I and she's doing a tour and I am. I will go to the tour. Like, I am so... Well, I mean, I don't know how much a ticket's going to be. But, like, if I can go, I will go. The This Is Me Now tour will kick off in June and finish in August. And it's to support her new album, film, and documentary. Like, she's doing it all. And I feel like she's... I'm not saying she's taken a leaf out of Taylor's book. But I am saying she has got some new innovation behind it that does seem similar to Taylor. And I obviously you can't compare the two like JLo is an icon from way back in the day, not way back in the day. I not implying JLo was old. She looks younger than I do. And I'm 29. She is beautiful. I'm just saying there are two different ages, Taylor Swift and JLo, and you can't compare them. And Taylor Swift would not want me comparing her to JLo because she loves JLo. She brought JLo out on her. I forget which tour it was. But she had J-Lo there on stage with her. And it was iconic. So, like, we all have, like, J-Lo is an icon. Like, you don't mess with an icon. So, anyway, uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I feel like she's making moves that are very seen. And she's she's making some really strategic... I think she's making good content. I think she's she's realized what people want from her. She's realized what she wants to do. And I think they're aligning for the first time in a very long time. And I think she's a tour is exactly what we need from JLo. Like, yes, like this seems and she is. The work ethic of her is incredible. And I actually can't wait to not so much the film, but like the documentary. I love that stuff. I love the behind the scenes stuff. I like it make I, I just it's like. A drug to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love seeing behind the scenes. I love documentaries that run behind artists, how things are made. Like I was the person who wa- we used to watch the documentaries of how films were made. Like I'll watch the documentary of Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Like I love that stuff. And I still do. And I think it's the most amazing thing ever. So anyway, JLo, I'm here for the tour. I And if, if you can give me a ticket, I'll love you for that. But I'll also buy one if I can figure out how. I also think it's a trial run. You know, that's not a very long tour. So I feel like she's giving it, she's going to trial it. I also think it would be a mistake. In this day and age, touring is like the most expensive thing you can do. And usually artists lose money over it. Especially if you can't sell tickets, you lose money. I forget which artist it was that had to cancel their tour because they didn't sell tickets. And then the tickets were going for like 10 bucks. It was, I think it was a rapper. I can't remember. I can't remember. It'll come to me. Anyway, moving swiftly forward. I've got to talk about this. We talked about Dakota Johnson the other one of the day. She has her new film, her new Marvel film that's come out called Madam Web. And 
There is nothing more wild than a Dakota Johnson press tour. She, Dakota Johnson does not give a, she does not care. She'll do it. She'll be there. She'll answer your questions. But if she's like, this is a dumb question, then she doesn't, she's going to be like, this is the dumbest. What? Like, why would I answer this? Like, (laughs) she's so honest. And a lot of, you know, journalists have been asking her about these viral clips of her from Madam Web that were in the trailer that went a bit viral. And and she's just like, I don't get it. Like, that just doesn't seem viral worthy. But okay. She you could just tell she's so over the virality of everything because it's happened to her a bunch of times. Like, you could just tell she's like, "Mm hmm. Right. Okay, well, <laughs> then the other day she admits she's never seen the movie. <laughs> she just, she is unapolo- unapologetically herself, and I love every second of it. She is the only interviews I want to watch ever. Like, her interviews, and then obviously, I mean, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but, like, back in the day, she went on she went on Ellen and, like, called Ellen out, and it was actually, it, those clips went viral years later because a lot of stuff was said about Ellen when Ellen left the network, but like, (laughs) it was so funny. She'll just call anyone out for anything. Like she's, she's so honest. It's hilarious. I love her. If I could be anyone, it would be Dakota Johnson because she's just a legend. Like you go watch some of the clips. She does not care and she's not rude and she's doing her job, but it's just like, she's, she's not being fake. And I think especially when you watch her do it, you'll realize how fake most actors and actresses are in these interviews because like <laughs> they're the most like performancey things. And she's like, just not performing. She's like, uh-huh. Well, you know, she's <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain it. Just go, go TikTok it or Google it or something. It's really entertaining. I just personally love that she admitted she hasn't seen it. She's like, I might. And they're like, what do you do after the premiere instead of going inside? I go to dinner. I'll go to a dinner. Like I'll go eat. (laughs) Me too. I wouldn't want to sit there and watch myself for two and a half hours. Marvel films are long. I would want to go to dinner too. No, absolutely not. I would do the exact same thing. In fact, I have done the exact same thing. Okay, now it's time for the Taylor Swift trigger warning part of the episode, okay? And I'm unapologetic about this. Well, first of all, we have to cover something that happened the other day. And that was the sweet moment where, obviously, Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey won the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, you are mic'd. And sometimes... Like if it's a hot mic, they will keep the they have the recording of what you said. So when Taylor and Travis met on the field, he was his mic was hot, and so they they released the the clips. They don't always do this, which is funny. It's very selective what they do, but the audio was released, and it was just so sweet. Like she tells him she's never been prouder of him. She's never been so proud in her life, and. You know, he's he's talking about how did you get here? Like you flew across the world for me. Like you're the best. And like it all this stuff. And then uh, next thing you know, she's off to Australia. She's off to Australia. Now, obviously, at the same time this happened, something really 
horrible happened at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs parade. And that was there was a shooting and one person was killed. There are other people with critical injuries. And uh, it was it was there are no words for for that. But Taylor Swift then turned around in the last 24 hours and donated $100,000 to the GoFundMe of the family of the woman who passed away. Um, And she was a Kansas City radio DJ. And a lot of people in that community knew her and cared a lot about her and her family. And she has kids. And she donated $100,000. I think I have to say allegedly, though, there, because, like, I guess someone could have done that and is just putting her name on it. But I feel like it definitely was her. Um, but you never know in this day and age. So I'm going to be like, it. you know, it's most likely her. But I there is a chance I guess it wasn't because we're just going off of like the note that was in the GoFundMe page, like of who it was from. So I don't I don't know. Um I know Taylor Swift has done that before. Like she'll randomly go and donate in people's GoFundMes. There's so many videos, especially from like five to eight years ago. She would just go in and donate to random GoFundMes. um, And it was like she's done something. She's paid off people's student loans. She's paid people's medical bills. She's done all these things. So like it wouldn't surprise me if she did this at all. Like this would be very fitting with what she does and the level she cares for people. Then she's in Australia for her, her Australian tour. And this is very upsetting to me because obviously Australia is my country, my hometown, and I'm not there. I'm not there and I'm upset about it. Now, obviously I can't be there, but I just... The fact that she's there and I'm not there is a whole, it's very upsetting. Anyway, she played for her, I thought this was really fun. She played for her biggest audience ever. Her biggest audience in the U.S. on her tour was 74,000 people. This stadium is 96 or 86, 96 or 86, I can't remember. So it's her biggest, it was her biggest show yet and she sold out. And I was just like, that's got to be the most insane feeling knowing that like almost 100,000 people are there to watch just you. 100,000 people and only you. It's not like, you know, you're, they're just there for you. And you do that night after night. That's a new 100,000 people every single night. Well, apart from the people who bought like a, bought a ticket for every single night. And there are all those people. And must be nice to have that money. <laughs> that is, that's, that's, that's serious. <laughs> that's serious cash to burn. But good for you. Um, so good. I just, I can't imagine what that must feel like. That must be such a surreal feeling. I can't even, I can't even imagine. And I guess it, it is maybe very telling as to how maybe the person she's with right now might be the person she's, stays with in her life because he understands that he understands that like millions of people watch him when he plays right hundreds of thousands of people are always in those stands and so it's like he understands that to a certain level and I think because of that she isn't intimidated that he would be intimidated 
And I think that's a beautiful thing. And so I don't know. I really hope it works out. There's already like scandalous headlines. Like, we're predicting the breakup. I'm like, Jesus. Like, everyone, just let people live. It's exhausting. Let people live. Okay, so last night at the Melbourne show, and I have to give a shout out to Sabrina Carpenter, who opened for Taylor. She in her, how can I explain this? Sabrina Carpenter has a song she performs where she changes the lyrics of the song on for each show, for each city. And her main point in last night's one was how you pronounce Melbourne. And most Americans would say Melbourne, Melbourne. They pronounce the R and you don't. It's Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, and she like made a point to point that out. And I thought it was so cool. Like anyone who says Melbourne or Melbourne. No. I Like I understand how you got there because there is an R. Like I get it. No. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Melbourne. Um, so yeah, I'm very, like, a lot of my family lives there, and I just, am like, ugh, we needed to be there, we needed to be there, anyway, she has a bunch of shows, she's also going to Sydney, I'm just jealous, wish I could have been there, um, I want to talk about this because this is weird, and we all know I'm weird, so I found, <laughs> I found a news article that was talking about where Taylor was saying when she's in Melbourne, and Obviously, this probably is, I would, it would be unlikely, it would be very unlikely that it was found out where she was staying, maybe where her crew is staying, but um, they, like, did a deep dive on the, on the hotel, and I won't say the name of it, because I just don't want to, like, perpetuate anything, but it's, it's, it's a very fancy hotel, and it's, like, 10 minutes from the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which is where she performs, and, um, it's like 16,000 US dollars a night. By the way, like if you're American and you want to go to Australia, now's the time to go. You want to know why? Because you get so much money. <laughs> the exchange rate sucks. Like it's really annoying. So if you have ever won, if you're American or you have US dollars, um, now's the time to go and please put that into our Australian economy because the exchange rate would be in your favor because you take $1 here you get way more for your dollar over there because of the exchange rate and a dollar would get you the equivalent of what a dollar gets you in the US there's not like it's not like other currencies like it really is a dollar like it, it similar price for the same price of bre- loaf of bread you know what i mean like it's a very similar the margins in terms of what things cost is is pretty similar i mean definitely dependent on where you live in the US but it's not like a huge difference. A cup of coffee in the U.S. is the same as a cup of coffee in Australia, except we don't really. Anyway, that I'm just trying to explain. Anyway, the $16,000 a night hotel room is like the most insane thing. I saw pictures. I, I just love looking at pictures of hotels, hotel rooms, hotel suites. I don't know what it is. It always fascinates me. I'm like, wow, like who who's staying here? What are you doing with all this space? Like all these formal living rooms in this suite. Like what are we what are we doing? Are we doing dinner parties? Like what <laughs> what are we doing there? And obviously when she is on these international tours, I do wonder how much we're going to see of her out and about. I have to imagine not much because to do so what one, she's got to deal with jet lag. Two, she then has to perform every single night. 
And if she's not literally resting and probably on full vocal rest and bed rest during the day, she probably wouldn't be. It, it, I think she's talked about this. Like it wouldn't be possible for her to do these shows. So I feel like that's why we see her out and about when she has breaks, like in New York, because that's when she can do that. But she can't do it when she's out performing on the weeks of performances. I think that's the overall image of it. But it will be interesting to see. I don't know. I just wish I wish Taylor the best on her Australian tour. I hope. I mean, okay, side note. So my favorite my favorite Taylor Swift song is Stop You're Losing Me. You're Losing Me is the name of it. And I don't know why. I think it's because when it came out, I it just fit everything in my body and head at the same time. I cry every time I listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. And she's never played it live. It was a bonus track, I think, off Midnight's. And uh, <laughs> she played it last night in Melbourne. And Melbourne. Oh my god, I just did it! <gasps> Don't even get me started on my accent. It really upsets me, actually. In Melbourne, and um, I cried this morning when I saw the footage. I was crying. I was like, I missed. You're losing me. <laughs> she just. It was. <laughs> it was so devastating. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it is I guess that's how it goes I was lost she lost me <laughs> anyway I had to talk about it okay moving swiftly on the Duke of Sussex Harry so Harry is I guess doing the I don't know where they are for the Invictus games but it's going on and he gave his first interview in a long time with ABC Good Morning America um about his father's cancer diagnosis and going to London without Megan. And, you know, I watched it. I thought he did a really good job. I think he's always going to be in an impossible position. He is never going to be able to say anything that everybody agrees with. No matter what he says, he knows he will be heavily criticized. And that must suck. It's their life. I think they're always going to have to deal with that. It blows my mind how aggressively opinionated the British media is of him. I, I, and I'm an Australian. Like we're part of the Commonwealth. It just it like it, it really does blow like so hypercritical, you know. And I I, it probably has a lot to do with how they feel their tax money was being spent, and such and such and such. But I just feel like it's just so. Like he left. He's not getting your tax money anymore, to my knowledge. Like, like he's gone and yet he still can't do anything right. And it was, it's just kind of wild. I will say one of the moments in the interview where the interviewer, I think he was a bit thrown off. I don't think he expected Harry to have such good answers in terms of like, he didn't really say anything controversial. And I think he has a history of, of maybe saying things that are Rather, And I think the, the interviewer probably didn't expect him to be this honest. And, you know, Harry was very honest in saying, like, I love my family. Like, I'll be there as much as I can for, for them. And very honest about them saying, well, I also have my own family and I have my own kids. And, like, that's also really important and that will always be number one. And I just think that he handled himself so well. I think he and Megan get so much crap and I just... They're just trying to live like they really are. They're not trying to take over the world. They're just trying to live. Megan just wants to do a podcast. Maybe she'll do more than eight episodes this time. I don't know. I feel like I don't know what Megan wants to do, but I feel like someone needs to ask her. 
because I feel like she gets too many opportunities and it gets confusing and she probably doesn't know what to take and what not. Like someone needs to ask. Can someone tell me what Megan wants? This is obviously she might know, but like, I just want her to like, if she wants to go back to acting, Megan, you should do it. We're all going to want to watch it. Whatever you want to do, Megan, please do it. Please do it. And don't be scared about anything else because we're going to watch it. There's going to be a good portion of us who watch it. Either way, you're going to get some great views. Let's do it. How funny it would it be if Meghan Markle just got a TikTok account and just went rogue? Like she would just start story timing like a get ready with me. Like, wouldn't that be wild? That would be, I would, I would exclusively follow that page. Like, wouldn't that be so, it, it just hairy in the background. That would actually be iconic. All I'm going to say is she could really, you, you could highlight you could do so much with that. I see. I have such a branding brain. I'm like, honestly, Megan, you could do that. You get a lot of shit for it, but you'd also probably get a lot of praise for it. There, there's so much you could do. And I'm so supportive of Megan and Harry getting their coin. Honestly, you've been through hell. You deserve it. I'm not against it. I support them. Pop off. Let's go. Make your dollar dollar bills. Anyway, you guys, that's all I have to say about famous people. That's all I have to say about famous people. What do I have to say about myself? I will tell you this. I did get flowers on Valentine's Day and they were not plastic. They were real flowers. They came very late in the day, but that was nobody's fault. And uh, I'm going to leave it there because I just wanted it. If you heard the day, the weekly episode on Wednesday, you know my experience of Valentine's Day. And all I have to say is... Well, you know, I got that. I got flowers. Even though I can buy myself flowers, someone else did it. So I didn't have to. And it was the first Valentine's Day ever where I received flowers. And it wasn't a mess. And it was actually, uh, it was pretty, like, like, homeboy did a good job. I have no complaints. Apart, I mean, unless you asked me the day before when I got plastic flowers. But, you know, these were real flowers. So, you know, there's always opportunity for growth. You know, there really is. Anyway, I love you all. I hope you have a fantastic day. Enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Again, I feel like the evolution of these podcasts is very Taylor Swift-centric. I will not change that. So buckle up. Buckle up. As always, you can call into the Buckle Up hotline and tell me what to buckle up about because I need to know what's going on with you. The phone number and the email to do that is in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps me out so much and I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode. And as always, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but it gives you so much wiggle room. (laughs) You can do anything. I love you all. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.